AI machine learning is fundamentally changing collaboration, and we see it inside of teams. Teams are very liquid. We need to keep up with the way our people like to work. It has truly made us more efficient. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. This is how we think the world of tomorrow will work. Welcome to Teams On Air, where we bring you the latest on modern collaboration and intelligent communications in Office 365. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Teams on Air. This is Praveen Malu, Product Marketing Manager for Microsoft Teams and your host for the show today. In this episode, we're talking to Valorum about their journey with Microsoft Teams, use cases within uh, Valorum, you know, how they're using Microsoft Teams for pro project management and client management uh, as well, as well as some business benefits. Uh, so without uh, further ado, we just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I uh, hope you're celebrating with your loved ones today. You will also see a Microsoft Pulse on your right-hand side, so definitely um, fill in the, uh, the Pulse. We'd love to hear from you. We also have a live Q&A going, so send in your questions. We'd love to answer some of that on the show, if not during Q&A roundup after the show. Uh, if you are watching this on demand, definitely like and subscribe our channel. We have our past episodes on aka.ms slash Teams on Air Replay, so if you missed any show, catch us there. Uh, with that, I would love to welcome Jason uh, Ritchie from Valorum. Jason, why don't you introduce yourself uh, and what Valorum does? Sure, happy to be here. Thanks, Praveen. Um, so I'm the VP of Client Delivery at Valorum. Uh, Valorum is a consulting firm that focuses on uh, business change consulting and digital consulting. Um, so we work with organizations to build uh, and execute a plan to essentially push their business forward, whether that's product development or um, internal operations, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so teams focused on AI, business productivity, custom development, uh, augmented reality. It's all the new hot stuff. Exactly, exactly. Um, so my role at Valorum is really about fostering consistency and excellence uh, for our, our customer work. Uh, so rating best practices across the organization, governing uh, delivery execution and things like that. Anything that we need to do to just ensure we have a consistent and excellent customer experience. Great. So you've been in the business for, for a long time, uh, and you've been using collaboration tools and productivity tools to uh, quite some degree yeah. uh, to run your business. Tell us a little bit about why you started using Microsoft Teams. What was the need you saw in the organization uh, that brought you to uh, start using Teams, and what has that journey been so far? Yeah, sure. So uh, we've always leveraged um, the entirety of Microsoft's business productivity mm -hmm. stack. Um, and so we were excited and curious when Teams came out to see how that might fit. Um, we are a, a global company. We've got employees in 20 states, offices in three countries. Uh, and so how we connect and collaborate and communicate is critical to the success of our business. And what are those three countries? Uh, India, Germany, and the United States. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, our teams were aware of Slack. A few of them have, had mm -hmm. used it to see if it could help uh, in any of their communications. But as part of the early adopter program, uh, we were actually able to be one of the first customers to get teams in our production environment. Um, so back in November last year. Correct, it was about 12 <clears throat> months ago. Um, and so what we wanted to do was understand, obviously with the, the breadth of the tools we're already using from Microsoft, where teams fit. Um, and so we gave it to one of our, our larger project teams. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to understand how they would use it organically. So we essentially gave them Microsoft's uh, best practices, um, but then we didn't, uh, govern any structure around it beyond that. Just say, use this, figure out where it lands. Um, and after about three months in, not only were they uh, embracing Teams, but they were actually excelling uh, with it. 
And so we were able to slowly start rolling that out uh, more broadly. And we used their lessons learned to inform our own um, best practices. Uh, and so now, 12 months later, mm -hmm. um, over 80% of our organization is actively wow. um, using Teams today. Right, and Teams is such a broad product. You can be using in different kinds of Teams and you know, different sizes of Teams as well. How do you see uh, Teams kind of helping uh, in some real life scenarios uh, in the organization today? You mentioned uh, you're using it for engineering projects, mm -hmm. managing uh, your engineering projects given that you're running a lot of client projects within the organization, dev, QA, and, yep. and that sort of stuff. So tell us a little bit about uh, engineering projects and how Teams has helped uh, running those. Sure, so we've got projects of all types, shapes, styles of work, um, but these projects for our customers are the core of our business, that's what we do mm -hmm. um, as a business. So project teams, uh, whether it's an engineering project or, or other uh, types of projects, are engaging with uh, practice areas across the organization, across the different geographies, uh, on project deliverables, releases, uh, these roadmaps I mentioned for our customers. Um, and so it's really easy uh, today to have these hallway conversations, one-off mm -hmm. conversations, a Skype for business IM, uh, or just forgetting to CC someone on an email. Right. Um, those create challenges in any project, right? But that gets exacerbated when you have people uh, geographically dispersed, right? And mm -hmm. they're not in the same physical location. Uh, so transparency has actually been the biggest benefit on these engineering projects that we've seen uh, thus far. So having folks that are in different time zones be able to go back and uh, participate in a conversation maybe they weren't an active participant in, but gain the context and understanding from that conversation has been a huge key to keeping everyone connected. Right. You don't have to call someone to understand what's been happening in a project, for example. Right. Or yeah. you don't have to yeah. worry about missing something that mm -hmm. happened uh, maybe when you were sleeping in, in right. a different time zone as well. Um, so that's been key. Uh, another thing that uh, is, is missing uh, nowadays with uh, these geographically dispersed uh, organizations is the concept of a, of a war room. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in development, these engineering projects, uh, you know, when we were a smaller organization, you could huddle everyone in the conference room, you know, before, during, and after uh, a deployment or a release, um, and kind of go through the motions together, keep everyone on the same page, and kind of run a tight ship, if you will. Okay. That gets very hard um, when, when folks are in different countries and time zones. So uh, Teams has allowed us a platform for a digital war room of sorts. Uh, everyone can get on and communicate live together. Um, everyone sees the same uh, release notifications, sees the notes from the QA teams coming in live, and everyone can kind of huddle around that and participate together. So you mentioned release notes. Tell, tell me a little about you know, your integration with tools like Visual Studio you know, that your dev teams might be using on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So they're using those tools and they're using Teams. How do the two integrate together uh, in, in that environment? Uh, yeah, so uh, Visual Studio Team Services is one of the key integrations that we use for our engineering teams. Mm -hmm. um, we use several integrations across the types of projects, but this one is key. Um, it allows us to have automated notifications around new builds that get done, uh, new releases that go out, and that's across all of our environments. So when you have a project team that uh, has a team for all of their uh, release environments, um, they're able to go quickly understand what's the current state of that team. Did, has right. something been pushed to uh, uh, a build been pushed to a, a certain uh, branch, mm -hmm. and then see any of the associated commentary from that? Has QA found a, a, an issue with that? Right. Um, and so being able to track and see all of that in one place, they're already in Teams all day long. 
uh, and then kind of seeing those live updates as things happen in the environment has been uh, a really good key for our team to, to stay on top of. And you're able to do that with Visual Studio integration in Microsoft Teams, bringing in some release notes and you know your, uh, your bug triage items, for example, right within where your teams are working. That's correct, and yeah. it's all it's all automated. Yeah, and on the screen you can see the, you know we have pulled up a a real life example. This is from Valorum's uh, you know, live environment. They've been kind enough to actually <laughs> show this and share this with us. This you know, great integration that they have, and you can see you know the release notes being dropped directly into the channel. Uh, and here it's the dev channel. That's correct. So, Jason, you have your teams living in uh, Microsoft Teams, kind of spending a lot of time collaborating, creating content as well, right? Yeah. So you're running your engineering projects. That's great. They also have this expectation, and that's what I'm seeing internally at Microsoft, that they can access some of these internal tools and, uh, and uh, you know, workflows that you do on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So being able to run your internal operations. Mm -hmm. And I think you've been using Teams to to great degree uh, for those scenarios as well. Throw some light there. Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> obviously we started with the, the core of our business, which is the project delivery for clients. Mm -hmm. um, but there's this other part of the business, which is project delivery internally right. for internal stakeholders. So. Uh, internal IT initiatives, HR initiatives, um, Teams allows those uh, uh, operations teams to collaborate and to track projects, internal projects, uh, together. So um, whether it's an internal initiative to upgrade a tool that we use or event planning or anything like that, uh, it keeps everyone on the same page there. This is where key integrations like um, the, the standard office integrations mm -hmm. come in yeah, handy. That's so huge. Being able to put in um, direct integration with Excel, direct integration with our SharePoint repositories, allows people to track things, co-author directly inside the team, keep everyone on track. Um, we've also used it for you know SOC compliance reviews and things like that, mm -hmm. right? To, to yeah. go through checklists together and make sure that everyone that's on that V team in terms of uh, of managing an audit or a review uh, can can stay on the same page. That's great. And Teams is a pretty open platform as well. You know, it's not just the office integration that you alluded to uh, as well. You know, as uh, being able to extend Teams to your own needs, being able to customize and build on top of it, so right. you can meet your unique uh, Teams needs. You've been working on some of that custom work. Uh, why don't you share? Uh, what are you doing in that space with us? Sure. So um, we've just started a, a proof of concept, what we're calling the Valorum bot. Mm -hmm. And uh, love the name, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what we're trying to do here is uh, build a bot, a Q and A bot in Teams that mm -hmm. allows our folks to get easy access to questions from those operations or HR teams uh, that maybe they would have had to have gone and kind of hunted for uh, previously. Right, yeah. So uh, if you're new to the company, uh, getting quick access to onboarding information that maybe uh, you you can't find anymore from your first day, or uh, trying to get the link again to go file a vacation request, or those kind of things. Um, we wanted to give folks an easy way. They're in Teams all day now mm -hmm. anyway. Let's give them a quick way uh, to do that. And all of this was uh, built on um, the Azure Bot Framework um, and the Azure Lewis Foundation. So um, anyone can do this, right? It's not like <laughs> yep. we've spent. When you say Lewis, I'm like, oh, OK, what is that? This sounds so uh, complicated. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the <clears throat> language understanding uh, intelligence services is, is just a, a uh, a service that Azure provides. Yeah. Uh, it's not rocket science. Uh, everyone can can kind of participate in this, and it's not like we've spent hundreds of hours developing this this proof of concept. Yeah, and I think that's the power of Teams, which is you know we're leveraging all the uh, platform work and the frameworks to enable you to kind of bring intelligence and you know bot frameworks right into right. Teams without having to do a lot of you know a lot of dev work yourself because that's, that's kind of part of the framework. 
let's move on to the third use case, and this is one I find very interesting. You mentioned you're using Teams for biz dev work, um, and this is something which uh, you know is new to me. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't you share a little more about biz dev work that you're doing across you know these three different locations that you mentioned in India and Germany and U.S. and how you've been able to bring uh, the teams together using Teams? Yeah, it's new to us as well. Mm -hmm. So um, this is something we've started looking at recently as we got client projects, internal projects on Teams, how else could we use this? How else could it right. benefit us? Um, and so as a uh, digital uh, consulting firm um, that's working on these business strategy projects um, and strategic consulting, when we're building roadmaps for customers, that's, gonna, that's gonna, going to uh, cross a large number of our practice areas, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so you may have five, six, seven different practice leads uh, or folks from those practices participating and trying to collaborate together on a proposal or on a roadmap for a customer. Um, so we're trying to reduce the back and forth there, the calls, the emails, um, and get everyone in a central place where when we have a customer and we're working on a digital strategy or a roadmap, everyone can collaborate together, have an, have a, an open conversation there, uh, and then co-author documents and roadmaps together um, to try and reduce that time uh, to get that roadmap and proposal done for And co-author right within Teams, right, without having to even leave uh, that hub that a you're absolutely, in. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And there's a hidden benefit there as well. So mm -hmm. as we've started to roll that business development team out, uh, we have channels for each of these kind of opportunities that we're working. Um, mm -hmm. It allows those folks that are in those other practice areas the transparency again to see what else is happening. Where else could they potentially lend a hand? Where else could they potentially help uh, accelerate something or expand a roadmap uh, in an area that makes sense for Great. the customer? Awesome. And I think with that, we're moving on to the, f the fourth one, uh, since we're talking about four ways. You have a lot of clients, uh, you know, that's kind of core to what you do. Yep. You're interacting with a lot of different clients and a lot of different projects. How are you looking at kind of teams to manage communications you know, with your clients and internally uh, with your key stakeholders, your management teams, and just keeping everyone in the know. Internally at Microsoft, we have seen a lot of success you know, uh, with communication channels, mm -hmm. kind of re reducing and being more effective. So if you can share uh, your experience at Wallorum, that'll be great. Yeah, so um, in terms of internal stakeholders, right, uh, at mentions have been huge. Yep. Uh, so I'm a part of a lot of, of different teams, but some of those teams I don't participate in actively every day. Um, it's more there as, an, as being an internal stakeholder. Mm -hmm. So when someone at mentions me, I get uh, a specific notification that says, hey, Jason, someone's asking something of you, or they've got something that they want you to see. Get to work. Yeah, <laughs> get to work. So that allows me to dive right in and see that there's action for me. Uh, we're able to do that more broadly, too, with channel at mentions. Mm -hmm. So let's say project leadership on a project has just been uh, made aware of a, a change to a release date or a change in direction on something. They're able to at mention the entire channel um, and so everyone in that channel gets a notification that they there's something that they need to go right. uh, learn or look up in that channel. Um, so that's been key. Uh, internal, in terms of internal stakeholders and internal communication, we are using this with our management teams. Um, so uh, the leadership team uses it to talk about business planning, do our MBR reviews, uh, and, and other things. Um, but then we're also able to use that bi-directionally with other management teams. So as you extend down into the next layer of management, being able to have an open conversation uh, there and talk about changes and, and, uh, and have that kind of bi-directional communication and so on and so forth. And those managers are able to do that with their employees. Uh, so tr to try and drive some consistency in message there, right, um, throughout okay. the organization and keep everyone on the same page. 
from an external stakeholder perspective, um, there's a new feature that came out in the last month or two called uh, guest access. Yeah, uh, back in September. Yeah, and um, uh, so when we first started uh, with Teams, that, that wasn't a, a feature, and, and so we were trying to figure out how this made sense for us. We've actually been asking for this feature for a while, so I'm glad that the team delivered on that. Yeah. Um, it's a great new feature. What we're trying to do now is figure out where it fits within our framework and our best practices. Mm -hmm. Being able to invite the customer in is a huge benefit uh, for us because it's not just about keeping employees engaged, it's about keeping stakeholders engaged, whether internal or external, keeping them in the know, bringing them in, yeah. and bringing them along the journey. And you already have that space where you're kind of living and breathing the projects, why don't Correct. you just bring in and inform your clients too? Correct, yeah. instead of having to coalesce that information and mm -hmm. try to get it back out to them, bring them into that. So that's something we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't uh, rolled it out in any broad sense yet, um, but we're uh, trying to figure out what the best practices are for inviting in uh, clients and collaborating directly with them, um, right. and that's something we hope to roll out soon. That's awesome, Jason. So with that, we uh, have four ways, but we have more, uh, isn't it, Jason? Um, <laughs> yes. Using Teams, not just in you know in, in these four categories, but really you know a lot of other scenarios for a lot of fun stuff as well. Let's look at what that looks like in Valorum. Yeah, fun for some people. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've got. Uh, this using for our um, our fantasy football league. Uh, we've got March Madness, um, all these types of things that uh, we're doing. Uh, here you can see I'm uh, getting called out for somehow being up by 25 points and managing to lose a game in fantasy football. Um, I'll mention I'm actually terrible at that. Um, but uh, lots of fun groups here where we can uh, uh, enjoy each other, right, and participate in, in some other things. So. Aside from that, on the fun note, um, we, we do use it as a platform for uh, folks of, to get together for different committees and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we have a charitable organization, Valorum Gives. Um, we have uh, committees that are uh, geared around culture and employee engagement. Uh, those folks are able to uh, kind of coalesce in teams, um, uh, connect, and these are folks that maybe wouldn't be able to connect day to day in their daily work. Right. They're able to come together, talk about changes that they want to make, if, events that they want to sponsor, those kind of things, um, and then he, it, uh, use some of the third-party integrations like Poly or Forms to take polls. Maybe they can't all get together to make a decision. Right. They can uh, they can take a decision in Teams uh, as people have time to participate. Yeah, and we have more than 150 apps, so you know, being able to pick and choose the apps that you'll really like, uh, and you know, bringing that in Teams. Yes, absolutely. That's great, Jason. So we looked at four ways and uh, and and more. We looked at you know engineering teams. We looked at um, you know running your running and managing your internal IT operations mm -hmm. as well. We looked at biz dev teams and just you know keeping everyone in the know, all your stakeholders. Um, I wanted to kind of call out that hey, for folks who are not on Teams today, uh, you can go to aka.ms slash. Uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, or rather teams.microsoft.com slash start, and that's where you can find more information, ways to get started with Microsoft Teams. There's a trial sign up, so if you're not an Office customer, you can go to uh, you know the trial sign up page and start using Microsoft Teams today. And Jason, uh, you had something to add there as well in terms of you know, call to action for, for listeners today. Yeah, Valorum's yeah. productivity team is doing uh, webinars and workshops. We have mm -hmm. some specifically around Teams and the other productivity tools, so if anyone's interested in that, uh, go to Valorum com uh, slash events and sign up for one of our upcoming webinars or workshops. That's awesome. 
So we have a few questions coming in as well today okay. uh, from our live listeners. Um, and one of the first questions that I see here um, on the screen is, what's the additional cost of using Teams? I'm already an office customer. How do I get about uh, evaluating what that looks like from a cost standpoint? Yeah, it's, that. It, it's, it's been tough. It's free. <laughs> uh, so um, we have not had to pay a dollar for Teams uh, beyond our current subscription. Um, we're on E5, but mm-hmm. um, Teams is included in most office uh, plans for yep. free. Um, so there's really no cost uh, to us for engaging in Teams. Yeah. The second question I have here for you is, we looked at the VSTS integration that looks amazing, but what does it mean to enable that integration? Is it out of the box, or you had to do some custom work for that? Yeah, we did have to click a button, um, but yeah, it's out of the box. All the all the integration that we talked about from uh, Polyforms, mm-hmm. VSTS, GitHub, uh, aside from the bot that we've developed, all of that has been out of the box uh, technology. That's awesome. Yeah. I think this is uh, sort of a trick question. Um, so you've been... Using Yammer, uh, you mentioned during our conversation, and I have a question here, which is exactly hitting uh, the same point, which is, hey, I'm using Teams and also on Yammer. How do I differentiate between the use cases across Teams and Yammer? And I think you had some great insights to share. uh, So if you can replay that for for our audience. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So we think about it in terms of the uh, kind of inner loop and outer loop. So the inner loop is our project teams that are working and collaborating every day together. uh, those folks are using Teams to collaborate, to stay in touch, to stay connected. The outer loop mm-hmm. is the broader organization. Um, notifications uh, and communications out to the broader organization usually are happening in Yammer um, so that we can ensure that the entire company gets those messages. That's awesome. Yeah. We have a few more questions uh, here online, which we will try to answer in the Q&A roundup. Okay. Uh, so thanks for taking those questions here live sure. on the show, uh, Jason. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, do join us on 8th of December for our next show, which is Teams in Education, where we talk about new learning experiences in classroom and beyond with Yusuf Sajid and Delanda Coleman. They'll be joining uh, us on the next show. So until then, goodbye and thanks for joining.